And today, we want to move on to stage three. Stage three. And stage three is made up of building and fighting. Building. So number nine is building. And number 10 is fighting. And they fall under stage two. I want to read Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 16 to 18. Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 16 to 18. I want to believe that you have your pen, book, Bibles with you. There's a retreat. And so it's engaging. We write, we note, we read, and we follow. So Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 16 to 18. In fact, I want to encourage everyone of us to read the book of Nehemiah, the whole book of Nehemiah, and especially Nehemiah chapter 4 because um, Nehemiah addresses a very, very important and salient um, points with regards to building. Remember, Nehemiah was building the walls of Jerusalem. The walls of Jerusalem have been broken down, and Nehemiah went about to build it in Jerusalem. And in chapter 4, verse 16 to 18, this is what the Bible says from the NIV. From that day on, half of my men did the work, while the other half were equipped with spears, shields, boats, bows, and armor. The officers posted themselves behind all the people of Judah who were building the wall. Those who carried materials did their work with one hand and held the weapon, a weapon in the other. Verse 18. And each of the builders wore his sword at his side as he worked. But the man who sounded the trumpet stayed with me. Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 16 to 18. From that day on, half of my men did the work, while the other half were equipped with spears, shields, bows, and armor. The officers posted themselves behind all the people of Judah, who were building the wall. Those who carried materials did their work with one hand and held a weapon in the other. And each of the builders wore his sword at his side as he went. But the man who sounded the trumpet stayed with me. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, so... um. In moving to number nine of the duties of a shepherd um, is building. That's number nine. Building. Building. Now, when you look at the passage that we read, Nehemiah, when you were building the wall, the enemies decided to fight them and stop them from building the wall they decided that they are going to do everything possible and everything that they can so that this war that we're building will not continue. And the scripture says that when they did that, Nehemiah came up with this strategy because you need to understand that anytime you decide to build, that is when you have a lot of problems. Whenever you are not building, you don't have any problem, you don't have any issue, you don't have any challenge, you don't have any difficulty. But as soon as you decide that you are going to build, then that is when the problem starts coming. When Nehemiah was serving as the king's cup bearer, he had no problem, he had no issue, he had no difficulty. 
uh, everything was moving on smoothly. Everything seemed to be moving on fine. But immediately he decided that we are going to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then he had issues. Then he had problems. Then he had difficulties. The people threatened to stop the work. At one point, when we read chapter four, the people said that um, we will wait when they are not watching, then we will go and fight them and kill them, and so that the work that they are doing will be spoiled or will be stopped. So what it means is that when you are in this life and you are not doing much, normally you don't have any problems. When you just get up, you sleep, you just get up, you don't do anything, you're not thinking about anybody, you have no soul that you are thinking of, you have no ship that you are, that you are, not, that you are taking care of, and you are not doing anything substantial for God, the devil has no problem with you at all. In fact, everything may actually be going on well with you. Everything may actually be fine with you, and then you will, um, and then you may not actually see that that is, you may not actually realize that um, there's actually difficulty or challenge in Christianity, in serving God, and in the ministry. I know many people who say, oh, Christianity is very nice. Christianity is fine. Oh, there are no issues. There are no problems. Everything is good and everything is okay. It's mainly because those people are not doing much. It's mainly because those people are not building. Because immediately you start building, you are going to have problems. In fact, if you start to build a house, you see, many of you have not had problems with land guards because you have not built a house before or you have not decided to build a house. But as soon as you start to build a house, that is when you see that there are actually land guards in your area. You may say, oh, as for this area, it's very peaceful, it's very, oh, there are no issues, you know, everything is fine. You're, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Immediately you start to build, that is when you will see the land guards have arrived. They are coming to fight you. Why? Because you have decided to build. But you also need to understand that there's also the danger that you will focus on fighting without building. There's a real danger that you focus on fighting without building. But I need you to understand that, yes, there's a fighting part, and we are going to talk about it in the next minute. But the first thing that you have to do is to build. Jeremiah says that half of my men did the work, while the other half were equipped with spears, shells, bows, and armor. They realized that if they don't equip themselves, the enemy will fight them and they may not be able to do the work. But on the other hand, they also realized that as for the work, it had to be done. So half of the men did the work. Then another point, he said that those who carry the materials did the work with one hand and held the weapon in the other. Ladies and gentlemen, if you and I are going to be very good shepherds, then we need to hold uh, or do the work with one hand and hold our weapon to fight in the other hand. Immediately you put, um, you stop the work or immediately you use only one work, only one hand to do the work, you're going to be in trouble. And immediately you decide to only fight without working, then you're not going to be doing much. 
So it's yeah. always very, very important. And each of the builders wore his sword at his side as he went. Each of the builders. As we take on this mantle of shepherding, we need to prepare ourselves to carry our sword on one side as we work. We need to be prepared to, um, um, to work with one hand, to build with one hand, to hold a weapon with the other hand. Hallelujah. So um, number nine is building. And in Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, Jesus said, and I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Jesus said, I will build my church. And as you have always said, the church is not the building, the church is the people. So Jesus is saying that I will build the people, I will build the souls, I will build the shepherds, I will build the sheep. And if God has called you and I as shepherds, then he expects us to also build the sheep. And discipling or shepherding the people is what it means to build the sheep up. In fact, um, in certain aspects of the Bible that we are going to read in some of these scriptures, in place of the word build in the NIV and the NASB, the King James Version uses edify, edify. And I want us to read 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11, from the NIV. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. King James uses edify each other. So you need to understand that our edification, using our words, using encouragement, is what builds the people up. And so if we want to build the ship that God has given us, then we should never stop edifying people through by talking to them, by encouraging them, by lifting them up when they fall, by, by, by encouraging them, correcting them when they go wrong, by rebuking them when they, are, um, when they are misplaced and doing all those things. These are the things that build people up. And that is why the writer of First Thessalonians says that, encourage one another and build each other up. Hallelujah. Amen. Then when you go to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 12, using the NASB, that's the, um, I think the National American Standard Bible, it says that for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the service, to the building up of the body of Christ, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 12. The King James also used the word for the edifying of the body of Christ. So here, the writer says that God gave us gifts and um, ministerial offices so that we can equip the saints and to build up the body of Christ. So once again, we see the word building up the body of Christ. That is building up the church, building up fellow believers, building up disciples, building up the sheep. 
And so I want everyone to understand that is the gifts that we have, and everyone here has a gift. Whatever your gift is, you should use that gift to build up the body of Christ. If your gift is um, prophesying, your prophesying must be to the edification and the building up of the body of Christ. If your gift is teaching, you must use that to build up the body of Christ. If your gift is singing, you must use that to build up the body of Christ. Whatever your gift is, you must use it to build up the body of Christ or to edify the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. So that is what it means to build, to encourage people through your speaking, to edify people through your talking, um, correcting people, rebuking people. There are times that as a shepherd, you have to rebuke the sheep. There are times that you have to correct them. There are times that you have to give them instructions. Um, and also to, by using your gifts is what we use to, so if, we, if, so you see, if we all are using our gifts, then we will end up building up the body of Christ to become as Christ will have the body to be. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So um, the second one, or which is number Amen. 10 of the duties of a shepherd is fighting. Fighting. And you need to understand that Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not overcome it. Remember, Jesus did not say that and the gates of hell will not fight it. That's what Jesus said. He said, the gates of Hades or hell shall not overcome it. And the only way to overcome something is to fight. So they are actually going to fight the devil, the enemy, evil spirits. They are actually going to fight. But it behoves on you and I to also fight back so that the devil will not have our members, our sheep our disciples, and the people that we are bringing them up. Okay. I've had to fight so many things, so many evil. You see, the fight that we are talking about is not only spiritual fight, though, it's both spiritual and physical. They are telling you have to fight physically to rescue some sheep from evil people and, evil, and the evil spirit. One day, Peter, um, David said that uh, he was taking care of his father's sheep, and um, as if it was a lion, then the second one was a bear, came to take the sheep, and he said he fought it and took the sheep out of the jaws of the lion. Yes, and there are times that you and I will have to fight to yeah. take our sheep, the people that we are discipling, from the jaws of the evil one because the devil will want to have them. I need you to understand that. See, that's why some people are not really pulling up. But some of our shepherds, you have to fight to redeem them from the evil one. He doesn't want even the shepherds to become committed and to become available to what we are doing. And it's time that we rise up and fight the devil by whatever means necessary and whatever means possible and whatever means available to us. Even than that, the devil will just have them. One day, um, Jesus said, Peter, the devil sought to sift you like wheat, 
But I have prayed for you. He said the devil sought to, and the devil seeks to uh, um, sift the people that we are discipling, the people that we are bringing up like wheat, and it behoves on us to fight to rescue them from the jaws of the evil one. And that is why I said that when we read for Nehemiah, he said, one hand is building, one hand is fighting. One hand is building, one hand is fighting. As a shepherd, um, the fight that we are talking about actually starts from you as a shepherd. You need to fight first for yourself. But when you read Nehemiah's story, he said, fight for your family, fight for your children, fight for your, your sons, fight for your daughters, fight for your people. The first fight will have to be a fight for yourself. You need to fight to still keep on being in the faith. You need to fight to keep on with the vision that God has given us. You need to fight for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. You need to fight to remain um, um, pure. You need to fight to be righteous. All these things require a fight. I need you to understand it. Many years ago, there was this young man who was at um, Bible school. He went to Bible school to um, study God's word and to train and prepare himself for the ministry. But when he went to Bible school, he thought that by running away from home and going to stay in a Bible school where we are teaching the Bible, the devil will leave him. He didn't know that the bigger devil was waiting for him at the Bible school. So, when, as soon as he stepped foot in the Bible school, he was um, attacked by um, masturbation and pornography. Pornography goes with masturbation. So, um, he will go to class, he will do everything, but he will come back and watch pornography and will continue with masturbation. I mean, it, it was just part and parcel of it. For me, he tried, he was a genuine Christian who was fighting so hard, but he couldn't do it. He tried so hard for many, many years to the time that he got to final year, and he realized that if he continues with this, it's going to destroy him in the ministry. So one day after class, he came back and he started watching pornography, but he knew that that should be the end. So immediately he called his very good friend to come and see him immediately. When his friends got there, he just showed, he didn't put the laptop off. He just showed him. He said, look at what I'm watching. Please help me. I can't do anything about this. The friend bowed down his head. And together, they took a journey um, on recovery and deliverance from this evil of pornography and masturbation. And he was delivered. You see, this guy, before he could even think about fighting for the sheep, he had to first fight for himself. He had to fight for himself to remain pure and holy before God. He had to fight for himself so that he can win the battle first in his own personal life before he thinks about fighting for anyone else. If you and I don't fight the battle for ourselves, 
we will not be able to fight for the sheep that God has given us. And I need you to understand that being in church, being a shepherd, is not um, an escape route from the plans of the evil one. One great man of God, Rabbi Zacharias, was invited to go and preach for five days in a Bible school. And he said that his plan was that he would preach in the morning and in the evening. So he will have a lot of time. So he took his wife along so that during the afternoon, they can have some time together. But when he went, he announced that he'll be doing a short counseling in the afternoons. And he was expecting for it to be very short and then he can go out and have some time with his wife and then you can meet in the evening. But he said that he was shocked and to his amazement that when he went to that Bible school and he was preaching from Monday to Friday, he preached in the morning and in the evening. Then in the afternoon, he held counseling for hours, hours, hours nonstop. He said he had no time to spend with his wife at all. He was so much engaged in counseling for all the five days. And he said there were only two students who came to him to find out about direction for ministry and another thing else. All of them had to do with something very, very bad. All of them, Bible school. They were trained to be in the ministry, yet in their life were um, going down the drain. Bible school was not an escape from the devil. Neither being a shepherd an escape for you. You must work on yourself. And that's why Paul said, after I have preached to others, I put myself in subjection and I discipline my body so that after I have preached to others, I will not be a cast away. I pray for you that you will not be a cast away. I pray for you that as you have taken on this mantle of shepherding, you will not go down, but you rather rise up. You will be a strong Christian and you will be committed and dedicated to the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Um, God bless you so Amen. much. Amen. Um, I want to ask if you have any questions on these two of building and fighting. Then we end our retreat this evening. Building and fighting. If anyone has any question, you can ask. Any question? Daddy. All right, Peter. I don't get the quotation of uh, First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians. Hello, Daddy. Yeah. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse eleven. First Thessalonians uh, chapter five, 11. verse eleven. Then we read Ephesians chapter four, verse twelve. And then we read Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. 16, 18. Then we read Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 16 to 18. That was our first scripture. Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 16 to 18. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. If there, if there are no other questions, then I want to give you an assignment before we uh, as we close, I'll give you an assignment. 
I want you to read it, um, and then we will discuss it next week, God willing, when we meet at the Shepherd's Retreat. It's also it's all on fighting and building and fighting. First Corinthians chapter three, verse one to fifteen. First Corinthians chapter three, verse one to fifteen. First Corinthians chapter three, verse one to fifteen. And then Ephesians chapter six, verse ten to twenty. Solomon, please post these scriptures on the shepherd's page and inform everyone that this is an assignment that will be expected, will be discussed. We'll be talking about next week, Sunday, at the shepherd's retreat. So Solomon, please put it on the shepherd's page when you are done. First Corinthians chapter three, verse one to fifteen. Ephesians chapter six, verse ten to twenty. Ephesians six, ten to twenty. We want to talk about it next week, God willing, when we meet. All right. Okay. That's good. All right. So um, God bless each and every one of you for joining and being a part of our Shepherds Retreat. We are not relenting at all. We are firing up. We are gearing ourselves up. For, for the journey. See, we are building our, this is what builds us up. Yes, and um, the strong meat and the bones, not the milk. Those who, I always say that those who join on Sunday morning, they are those who drink the milk. But we want more than milk. There's more that is found in Christ. And so we want more. And to know more and to do more, we need to chew meat, strong meat and the bones. And so God bless you so much. On Tuesday, God willing, we will meet again on Zoom, 9 p.m. for our Tuesday teaching service, 9 p.m. And we'll continue the um, talking about love and loyalty. Love and loyalty. It's going to be powerful. Then Friday, God willing, we'll have our midnight prayers. Midnight prayers. All right. So God bless you so much. We want to pray as we end today. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We are grateful that you always hear us whenever we pray, whenever we meet, and you speak to us your way. Lord, we want to be doers of your way. We learned building and fighting today. When we live here, let us begin to build the ship, the people around us. Let us begin to disciple people. When we live here, help us, oh Lord, to fight ourselves. Fight to keep in the faith. Fight to be on the vision. Fight to be anointed. Fight, Lord, to remain pure and holy before you and help us to fight for our sheep. Any one of us who is going astray, who have not committed all, who have not connected all this while, we commit them into our hands, Lord, make a way for them. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are grateful. We commit this week into your hands. We are entering July. We know that we are entering stronger than before. We commit July into your hands that let July be a wonderful month for each and every one of us. Let July be a blessed month for the inspiration movement. Help us to reach out to more people. We commit all our platforms, social media platform into your hands, on YouTube, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, on, on the podcast networks, and everywhere on the blogs, Lord Jesus. We pray that bring in people, uh, um, continue to Work on the hearts and the minds of people. Turn their hearts to towards the inspiration movement. All our people who we have not seen a long while, we pray, continue to keep them. 
Let your hand reach out to them so that they will be a blessing. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen.